Arizona's sports. It's part of the NFL. It's not easy. It's not easy to win in the NFL. Everybody want to win. Who or what is the tipping point? That's going to be key to our success. This is Fulcrum Football with Wolf and Luke. All right, by now you should know the rules for Fulcrum Football. In case this is your first time listening to the show, or at least the segment, uh, we're picking the players. We typically do this for Cardinals games, but Cardinals are not in the playoffs. Breaking news. Um, typically, we just go through and pick the players most likely to swing the game, for better or for worse, right? It can be a guy that you're like, yeah, you know, if this guy doesn't show up, they're done. Or maybe this guy is going to completely change the game. We try to avoid quarterbacks. What are, how are we going to handle that this week, Will, for quarterbacks oh, in no, play? You've, you've got to put quarterbacks in play okay. for this week. Quarterbacks no about in it. play yeah. for this week. Okay, so what we're going to do, though, with no uh, Cardinals, we're just going to look at all of the games from Wild Card Weekend. You can pick any player from any of those 12 teams, but they're supposed to be the players most likely to swing the results of the games this weekend. Here is the coin toss. Oh, look, you won. Oh, you're kidding me right now. Okay, that's great. Um, Gather on the transistor and press the ear. My first fulcrum football player of the entire weekend. There's one player I want. Can you just not take him? Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. Oh, my goodness. you got to be kidding me right now. Can you imagine what is running through this guy's head right now, even as we speak, Basin Onions? Local boy. He's done us all proud. Brock Purdy quarterbacking the San Francisco 49ers right now. Wild card weekend. He is going to have a massive impact on this team going forward, one way or the other. He is the fulcrum. He is the epitome of a fulcrum football player who's going to change the outcome of games for the San Francisco 49ers. Might be positive, might be negative. Can you you imagine if the 49ers go all the way? He will start his career in the NFL 10-0. He will have won the Super Bowl before he lost a game. Oh, my goodness. And I think we would all have to agree. It's funny. I heard the morning show talking about this uh, today where, you know, when, when he took over, nobody. We were all on the same page. Everybody. I don't just mean like you and I. I don't mean this radio. St- I mean, everybody was like, oh, yeah, they can win with Brock Purdy. Most of us never having seen him play in the NFL. What with him never having played in the NFL before, there was this thought of, oh, that team's so good they can just win anyway because they weren't asking Jimmy G to do that much. But I think we'd all agree Brock Purdy has contributed. He hasn't just been sitting back watching his teammates win. No, he hasn't been just a game manager. But once again, at some point in time, this is going to be it right here. This is going to be the test at some point in time. The 49ers are going to need their quarterback to win them a game. It it happens almost inevitably. If, in fact, they're going to win a Super Bowl, go all the way to the Super Bowl, including playing on Wild Card Weekend and going all the way to the Super Bowl at some point, you're going to need your quarterback to win you a game in the fourth quarter. All right, my first pick. This is not who I wanted to take, but I think I can wait on who I want. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the Buffalo Miami game. If Miami is to have any chance, they have to keep it lower scoring and close, and hope for, as you always say, crazy Carl or just some sort of ridiculous play. And the guy that usually makes those is Tyreek Hill. So I'll take totally, <laughs> totally, Whoa. totally Tyreek. 
Tyreek Hill. So I'll go with Tyreek Hill. I don't think Miami has a chance, but if we're in here on Tuesday talking about Miami winning, pretty confident Tyreek Hill would have had something to do with so it. So you're talking about a wide receiver in a cold weather city where but it could just... I don't just, think they have a chance. They've got precept coming out of nowhere in Orchard Park, New York. Suddenly, look, it's one of the coolest things you could possibly see, Basin Orleans. You see the lake effect snow just materialize right over the city, like, bam, out of nowhere. There's no clouds. There's nothing. And all of a sudden, <laughs> they form and start dumping. It is okay. <laughs> so all of a sudden, no Tyreek Hill with his 424. Um, now he's going to be like the a, difference in the game? Might slam, slow him down to like a 4-2-8. Okay, listen. Um, my second fulcrum football player has got to be Kirk Cousins. I'm sorry. Let's see what's going on here. Yes, quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. Pick, but it really is. This guy, 1-3 in the postseason right now. He has been more than adequate in the regular season. He is a pro. There's no denying that. Kirk Cousins right now, 1-3 in the playoffs. Everyone knows the narrative surrounding him. He can't win the big one. Man, he's made an awful lot of money. He's, oh boy, and he has. And he's posted some pretty good numbers as well. Until it gets to the point you need him to play his best when it matters most. Then all of a sudden he struggles. Well, this is the beginning of that. The Vikings have had a great year. Can you win a game in the postseason and go to two and three in the postseason as opposed to one and four? Yeah, Kirk Cousins can already feel it. Uh, if we were smart, we would have done this where we just drafted quarterbacks from these games, but we are not. And now instead well, my of, third is not a quarterback. Well, but that would have been the easier way to do this. And yeah. we could pivot, but we're not going to because I'm going to take a defensive player with oh, my good. next pick. I'm going to go to the Monday night game. And I'm going to take Micah Parsons. No, you this did not. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. <laughs> I mean, really? I love how you went from anger Micah to singing Parsons, along. That was my third. Was man. it really? Totally, yeah, oh, nice. God, tell me why totally. you want Micah Parsons. Well, I, you know my thoughts. Everything's going to break just right for Brady, and it's, it's lined up to do that. <laughs> but the one guy on Dallas I trust to make plays and get in the way of that is Micah Parsons. He's he's the only guy, as, as we talked this out, like, I don't trust Mike McCarthy in a playoff game. I want to trust Dak, but I don't totally yet. I kind of think Tony Pollard might be the more effective running back than Zeke right now. I haven't seen CeeDee Lamb do it in the playoffs. Like, I trust Micah Parsons. Why, why do you talk about these guys like they're family members or something like that? They're, they're inside <laughs> your collective psyche, your, your soul. You know what? I, I want to see this from him. I want to see it. Why are you talking like that, Logan? Uh, it's, I think you're thinking of yourself talking about Kirk Cousins. <laughs> He's such a pro. Yes, he gets paid to play football. That Micah Parsons. I was feeling, I, first of all, I love Michael. I don't want Brady okay? in the Super Bowl. I'm <laughs> sick of it. Yeah, you know, honestly, I, no, no way do I want to see that either. And I love Todd. N- Bowles. Not this oh, year. I love like, Toddy, Toddy, like, Toddy. When Brady was on, when that was that Patriots team that was like undefeated, and they had Randy Moss, and they were clearly the best team in the league. That's fine, but they are they are not a good team. They don't deserve to be in the Super Bowl. And I can totally see him being there, being like, "Well, nobody's ever believed in me in my career, yeah, and here I, I am." I know. What What are we going to have to do to make Tom Brady? Retire. That is the question. Oh, I don't think he's retiring. Well, see, well, you know, if you watched him play this year, oh man, I Tom, you made the right decision, and then you 
recanted on your decision. He looked good in the last few minutes against Carolina. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't you know. know. He really worked his way through that tough that's not, division. That's not Dallas right now. No, Michael Parsons, I think, is going to be the difference maker in that game. Um, the Buccaneers really have struggled to run the ball with any type of consistency this year. It's been Brady, man. It's going to have to be Brady. So that is fascinating. Well done by you. My next fulcrum football player is going to be Saquon Barkley. Uh. Saquon! Why did you groan right Because that would have been my next pick. That was your yeah. next pick right I'm trying there. to figure out who's an impact player in that Giants-Vikings game that isn't like Justin Jefferson. Like, who's the big guy for the Giants? And it's obviously Saquon. Yeah, Saquon Barkley, of course. Um, first of all, give him the ball, man. I don't care how many times you got to line up and run the ball. Line up and run it. The Minnesota Vikings are okay. Um, they're not great. They're near the bottom third, as a matter of fact, but I would put them number 20, number 22. That's where they're ranked in terms of rushing yards per game and rushing yards per play. Um, They're not great at stopping the run. The Giants' ability to run the ball is going to help Daniel Jones out tremendously. If, in fact, Saquon Barkley starts hurting the Minnesota Vikings, that's when you'll know, Basinonians, that the Giants have a chance to win this game because of the Quan. Feed him the ball. As a matter of fact, if I'm Saquon Barkley, I'm demanding you give me the ball because I'm going to win us a game. Saquon Barkley, my final. The Quan. Daquan, my final fulcrum football. We did an amazing job of this. We're going to get through three rounds when there are six games to choose from. We're going to get through six total players. I'm going to go back to that San Francisco game where you took Brock Purdy, and I'm going to take Christian McCaffrey. It's called the Danger Witch. And it's dangerously good. That's a good one. I can't even believe Christian McCaffrey was around until this late. Really? The the thing with that game, and I think San Francisco is coming out of the NFC. That that would be my NFC Super Bowl team. But can't you kind of see Seattle for no real reason being able to keep that game closer than it should be? And then at that point, I just trust McCaffrey to kind of put them away in the second half. Yeah, you know what I think? Um, I wasn't listening to what you were saying. I wasn't either. I was actually one of those words saying, wasn't even really Christian a word. McCaffrey. I'm weighing. Why would he be? Why? Why he's still around? Christian McCaffrey? Yeah, I'll tell you why. Because the 49ers have such a deep roster in so many ways of beating you. You forget about Christian McCaffrey. You do. Their defense will shut you down, lock you down. Oh, you like running the ball? Perish the thought against the 49ers. Oh, you want to throw the ball? Yeah, right. Good luck with that as well. Their defense is ridiculous. And oh, by the way, you better have a good front seven. Because they're going to they're gonna line up and run your face right off. And then you think of Christian McCaffrey. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, but he's they're undefeated since they got him, and he's the guy. If, if that game is somehow close in the second half, he's, to me, the guy that, for so many different reasons, can be the one to put Seattle away. Or it could just be Fred Werner. Or maybe just football. Debo Samuel. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a scary football team.